0: party people welcome back to hands happenings the corner of the internet where you have a friend i'm so excited you decided to give this podcast a listen where myself and my friends just talk about random topics of life and it can be a little bit serious can be a little bit fun but yeah thanks for being here hope you enjoy one welcome back to the podcast I have a guest, the person that I've known for the longest of my whole life, as she is the first person I met even before I was born, my mom. Hello. (laughs) Okay. So my mom is an icon just saying, but I'm biased, but can you give a little
1: introduction, like what do you do that type of thing? So yeah. Um, thank you for having me. I've listened, uh, full disclosure, not to all of the podcasts yet, but I will get to it. She's my
0: biggest fan.
1: I am. I am. And so, um, I'm excited to do this. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Hannah's mom. My name is, my name is Heather. Um, gosh, about myself, I, uh, I am Appalachian by birth. Um, She's from West Virginia Mountain mama Country roads Oh, I love that song And I cannot sing or I would, you know, uh, sing along But you, none of your friends would want to hear that But yeah, I I grew up in the mountains of West Virginia Um, Oh, what to say about that There's, um, that's a whole podcast in and of itself, right? (laughs) But um, I I had a unique experience as a as a child um, in in West Virginia. But um, I have been in the Midwest now for 17 years, and what I do for a living, I am a pediatric nurse practitioner, um, and I I really love kids, and I'm passionate about children's health. And I, I love what I do. It's crazy and exhausting and sometimes a little maddening, uh, given our current healthcare system. But um, I don't know, I, I go to work at the hospital and I have um, the pleasure of working with families and children. And that's just kind of how I view my My everyday, and I have wonderful family, Hannah and her younger sister, Rachel, and um, our blended family with five girls total and a wonderful husband, Daryl. And I don't know, I'm she's in her thriving era, (laughs) the golden era, right? Uh, So (laughs) it depends on what. which day you ask me if I say I agree about that so we're talking about when we were talking about this podcast and what do we talk about and um, I had a couple ideas and Hannah was like yeah I I want to talk about you turning 50 and what does that mean and and um, so I was going to prep a little bit for that, but we had a busy day yesterday at Thanksgiving and it was wonderful. So this is totally off the cuff, yeah. <laughs> um, completely off the cuff, especially as we're driving on the road to, to pick up um, Rachel.
0: We're recording this in the car right now since we'll be in the car for about eight-ish hours total. So yeah. Yeah, so like my mom kind of said, we just kind of wanted to talk about aging and just life and just you know the differences between my generation and my mom's generation. So the first question I had for you is like, you turned 50 in August and I even remember like you didn't really wanna like talk about it. Like you didn't want me to like even bring it up. So now that the day has come and gone, do you like feel any different? Was it as scary as you thought? And like, what's just kind of your thoughts around like just getting older and
1: stuff like that? And, and you're right. Um, when as that, that birthday approached, I, I, I dreaded it. I didn't want to think about it. And, and I think like most people, when you're turning 50, you have this, stark realization that your time on this planet is is absolutely limited and i think that's what what you don't want to talk about oh, you yeah, you i mean sure. because and it's it's not a, a fear of death because I, i'm not afraid of dying um it's it's more i don't know you You feel like you have some unfinished business. Oh, yeah. You know, and there's, there's, you, you would hope that God would continue to use you in a way that will make a difference. And I think as you approach 50, that becomes much more prevalent in your thoughts is, is that have I made a difference? Have I done with my life what I really wanted to because I'm running out of time if i didn't and that's why that's why i didn't want to talk about it it's uh-huh. it's because i was i was still in that mode of have have i done what i wanted to do and i think i hadn't processed and thought about it enough but now you know i'm there now i'm okay and i think it was um I, I think focusing on you girls and it was, it was actually what helped me the most is the last time we were at Cornerstone together oh. and, and Rach was on stage in the choir and you were beside me and I'm going to try not to get emotional for some reason, like she was worshiping. You were worshiping and it was like, yeah, I've, I'm okay. Like if this ended tomorrow, if my time on earth ended tomorrow, like I knew you both were okay because you had Jesus. And I think that as a young woman and as a young mom, you're so consumed with the, the, hourly and the long nights of no sleep I mean you're you're just struggling day to day to like keep it together and if you're in and if you're working add that to the mix and and so you don't have a lot of extra time to kind of ponder life's philosophical questions and what what you've done you know and I think as you turn 50 you become more and more aware that this is a blessing to even have life and that now you know that it's, it's kind of winding down and there's part of you that is sad about that. But there's also a part that I'm hoping that in the next decade, if I'm given another decade or two or three of life that I can kind of sit back and now watch you guys right? Yeah. And be there to support you, but um yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so the next question
0: I have for you, I think I was just talking about this with a friend, it's that when you're little, you're in such a rush to grow up and be an adult. And then at least when you're an adult, you're just like, "Ugh, like why did I wish away my childhood and stuff like that I was just curious if you ever felt that way and how you kind of like coped
1: with that feeling at all and yes I felt the same thing when um, when I was younger especially as a teenager you, you know that that magical 16 because we had to be 16 to drive a car and get our driver's license. So there was no learner permit, or or if there was in West Virginia, I didn't know about that. <laughs> Maybe that was my grandma's best kept secret. Oh, yeah. um, but to me, it was turning 16, because then I could drive, and then I, you know, that opened, that that was freedom.
0: Yeah, right?
1: for sure. Um, and because we lived in such a rural community, um, it it's not it wouldn't have been an option to walk or get a public transportation that didn't exist um or even a bike ride or something like that a car was the only way to get to the next town or the mall right that was the thing so i remember you know, especially probably around age 14. It's, it's, it's like, oh, just wishing for those two years. I just couldn't wait for that. And then once you turn 16, that was great and awesome. And and it was just so cool. But then the next milestone was for me personally, I can't wait to get get out of this place. Like I can't wait to graduate because I, I knew... I wanted to go somewhere else. I knew that 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 place I I, I wasn't going to be happy, and it it just didn't really mesh with kind of my my beliefs. And I I just I wanted to see the world. You know, I wanted to to get out and meet new people and have some some different experiences. And so it was going to college, right? Yeah, and and so then once once i started college it that that was such a busy time um and and i try i tried to be a pretty good student because my grades i had i I wouldn't have been able to stay in college if i didn't get really good grades to be able to get scholarships. Otherwise, financially, it wasn't gonna happen for me. So I kinda had to, I had to buckle down. I mean, we had our fun, but I had to also, I had to also keep it together. And and so college was fun, but I don't think I was focused on the next milestone in life. It wasn't, I don't think it was until Maybe both you and Rachel were born after that. That I started thinking about, like the next phase of life, and and when you were little, life is so busy with small children that you kind of I don't know you just don't think of, about the next stage of life. So now I'm kind of thinking about the next stage of life, um, and there's some aspects that I really look forward to I mean part of me kind of looks forward to semi-retirement but not complete retirement because I'm too much of a busybody. like I can't (laughs) sit around you know that I can't sit around I get I get antsy I have to be doing something so completely retiring I really don't want to but I know that physically that you know my mind my mind not might not stay as sharp as it needs to be my my eyesight is definitely you know age 40 where's my glasses glasses? (laughs) something happens magically at 40 and you just can't see right anymore (laughs) and it it gets worse and worse and worse and now it's nighttime driving is like ah! um so that's what i don't like about aging is that my joints feel 50 and my eyes are 50 and and i don't like that that's and you know you look in the mirror and you like oh wow there's another new wrinkle and and so i guess some women can look in the mirror and, and be like, oh, I'm going to wear that with pride. And, and it's not that it's not a vanity thing. It's just, I'm like, no, I, I really don't <laughs> want them. I'm not, I'm not wearing it with pride or a lot of gray hair. It's, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, because when you're young, you, you feel good, right? Yeah. You feel good. You have a lot of energy. Your, your, um, your body doesn't say quit. Prematurely, yeah,
0: for sure.
1: And now, now it's a little different. Yeah. When, as you get older, you you ask me about if you're more comp, like you're more confident in
0: yeah, who you yeah, are. because yeah, just to say that because I I'm 22 now and I like this is the like best that I have felt about myself. So I don't know if it's just like this. Era that I'm in of just like not giving a crap, or is it like a thing it that happened? Okay, good, good.
1: Um, it does. I think it. I mean, there, there'll be stages in your life and things that happen that you you're like, wow, that was a curveball. Uh-huh. Whoo, that's that's not what I thought was going to happen. But you have to you have to just keep. Keep focused on choosing joy. You, that's an act of it's an act of choice. Sometimes, even when you're in a, a sad place, a dark place, a you know, you have to keep looking at the blessings that you've been given, what you do have, not what you don't have, and then you start seeing. Okay, the next what's, what's the next chapter then for me, you know, God, what, what do you, what do you have for me? And I think it's hard to do sometimes. And I've certainly done it better at times than others, keeping my mind on that. But when you do that, yes, that does bring you more, um, no, no more confidence, and yeah you you become i mean you're comfortable in your own skin, you know yeah. who you are and what you are about and um i would I would say that the 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 bluntness um or the the non apologetic about who you are actually grows with age. I'm, I'm here for that. I'm okay with that. Um, and, and, but sometimes in all honesty, I think sometimes that what, that's what can trip us up generationally though, because yes, we have this confidence about us now, but we forget, we can be too quick to forget that that has come with time. That has come with age, that has come with life experiences that has come with some some storms in life, and you you've hopefully god willing you've learned from that and and so it's it's easy to forget well, you're just starting that you're just starting that journey, and it's I think that's the downside sometimes of that generational gap is that my age group has f- sometimes forgotten that we were once in your shoes yeah and so it's easy for sometimes we, we're kind of too quick to maybe judge mm. a, a, about oh doesn't that generate you know
0: generations well, that's so like know? that's very interesting to hear i just wanted to pop on and say this because like most people, like you said, like, they're so judgmental. I've never heard that perspective. Like, oh, like remembering like we were once them. Like, yes, there's new technologies. And, you know, politics may be different. Like a lot of things are different. But like that confidence gap is like that's been a thing that's been here for a long time.
1: Yes. And and I, I think it's really, I think it's really hard for young people now. And you know how I feel a little bit about social media. I'm not a huge fan, but, but because I feel like it steals a lot of the interaction, the real interaction yeah. with people, the genuine interaction, the, the face-to-face, the dialogue that happens, that happened much more pre-cell phone pre-internet right Mm -hmm. the only way you got to know people was to actually you know get out there and and do that and so I feel like your generation and, and young even younger than you now have not you've been a little um your outlets are different and so you meet people differently you interact with people differently and so therefore it shapes your your interactions moving forward and i think that's where some of the generational gap has really um been prominent where people my age were like why can't they get it together why can't they solve you know why can't they interact with people why can't they Dialogue. Well, you didn't have to a whole lot, and young, you know, teenagers now it's even worse. I um, I feel really bad that they have to navigate an environment that is so filled with judgment and hate online. That's 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 terrible. You know, we didn't we didn't have that. I mean we didn't have people constantly, um, visualizing what we were doing. Whereas now you guys do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's super interesting to hear too. Cause I feel like, I mean, my generation, I don't know if we're technically, I don't think I'm Gen Z. I think I'm like a little too old, but also not millennial. I don't know yet. But even when I was like, we were little, like we didn't have social media or anything and I'm so glad that we did. And I remember even like as a freshman in high school, I was like begging for Instagram and you find and I had like a Twitter account without you knowing and like a Snapchat account without
1: you knowing and like Oh, I knew. You did? Knew. <laughs> you you knew? Oh, absolutely. Parents know all kinds of stuff, but I kind of let you be. Right? Yeah. Because it was okay, but I knew about stuff I knew more than what you thought I did <laughs> yeah.
0: so another question for you that I'd love to hear your thoughts on what has been your experience with or do you have any advice regarding friendships as you're aging because you know when you're in elementary school like you're with a group of kids that you're you can be friends with but then as you grow up in like jobs and marriage and kids start to play um a role into that. What's just been your experience with that and if you have any advice about friendships like as you get older?
1: Um great question. And I would say number one, I'm I'm not gonna give any advice. I I guess I'll just share my personal perspective okay. because I I am not a I'm not a person that has a a wealth of what I would call friends. I have a a lot of acquaintances that are really good people. But it's just my personality that I, I don't have a lot of really good friends. And that's that's on me. That's that's totally on me. Um, But the ones that I have, I cherish and and I think as you age, that's even more valuable and i listened to one of your podcasts about being present in with friendships i think that's great advice and also those but i guess those people that walk through through your life with you they're invaluable they're absolutely invaluable those people that you know my sis michelle um I, I can't even put words to how, how precious she, her friendship has been all through from the, from our, um, nutrition class in college. Um, but I, but, but I think it's harder to make good friends as you age because your your family does kind of consume you a little bit and then you're you're so about your family and if you have um work outside the home then you're you're kind of forced a little bit to devote some time and attention to that so those two things are kind of constantly um taking all your time and energy so you really don't I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really pour into making new friends even after you guys were out of the house. I don't know. I think so now it's more about um, just really cherishing the people that are in your life. And um, not that I'm against making new friends, um, but I guess you, you just don't have as many maybe i just don't have as many opportunities
0: yeah yeah i agree and even like i'm very lucky to have like made really core friends in college but even like i realize like some of those people are going to leave i need to try to make friends in other spaces too but it is really hard because you don't like when you're even in college like you're literally set up for it, like with clubs and classes and stuff like that. But then when you get out of college, like it's, it's harder,
1: you know? And and I would say, yeah, you're absolutely right. And it's, it's maybe Ill, even harder as you get older, but you, f- you find fulfillment in other areas. And I think you start, I don't know, um, you start to ask yourself, you know, God, what do you have for me? What, what do you, you, what do you need for me to do? And so that drives, I don't know, that kind of drives your, your daily direction. And, um, I don't know. That's, I'm not giving a really good answer.
0: That's okay. I think it's still good to get perspective and stuff like that because like, I know we've talked about this, like, I mean, Michelle, shout out, we love her, is like your BFF. But even though, like, I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like we're, like, friends too, yeah. you know? Like, I can come to you with anything. And I know as kids, I'm. Mean, everyone goes through the rebellious teenage days where we don't get along. But I, th- I don't know if I – you listen, but I. one of the episodes I did, it was, like, what I would tell my younger self. And one of the things I said is, like, your parents are most likely right because they're just trying to protect you from like the mistakes they made. And you're like, I mean, everyone, sometimes like they might not understand completely, but most of the time it's like for your own good
1: yeah. and stuff like that. That's that's hard because my my philosophy on parenting was that I, I wasn't trying to be your best friend because I knew that I couldn't mm-hmm. because in order to give you boundaries, and teach you life lessons, and help you learn consequences and ramifications of actions. That meant you weren't always going to like me, mm-hmm. and the, and you had to be as a parent. That's hard, but you knew that that was okay because you kind of just hope and pray that one day, right, the one day that that you'll be able to say, "I, I did, I said no because I." I loved you Mm -hmm. and, and I, I wanted you to, to learn things and, um, and that it, it's, that it's truly okay not to, to be your kid's best friend Yeah. in order to be a a parent.
0: Yeah, for sure. Kind of going back on the parenthood topic. So what was your favorite part about, having young kids and I know we're just going to skip the teenage years cause that's a crap show, but um, Not necessarily. you don't think, okay, I guess what has been your favorite stages of like having babies to young kids, teenagers to adult kids, what's been like your favorite moments and all of that and stuff like that.
1: That's a great question. And there's, there's amazing times in each, in each phase right Um when when you were first born I mean just holding you and just just what a blessing and how precious you know you're just like oh this is my baby I just wow what a gift and in you in your You know, it's, um, it's exhausting and it's terrifying because you're like, this life is in my hands right now. And you have such pressure, like you don't want to mess up. You want to do everything right. You want to, you know, but then you come to a reality like, oh no, that's not, that's not reality. You're going to do the best that you can absolutely do, but you are going to make mistakes and you're going to, um, but but it's just the preciousness of life as an infant is very much like your favorite part just like holding you rocking you i'm like oh right and and even though that was you know 22 years ago i can still i can i can still remember those moments and it's like it's amazing uh wonderful that's that's, that's the best holding, holding you in rage. And then as, as toddlers, um, you were a very independent (laughs) toddler. You, you learned, you learned things like how you communicated very early. You, you knew what you wanted (laughs) very early in life. And I couldn't, like, I couldn't trick you. Like you, um, you know that i don't know you just this, the normal kids stuff didn't work on you because <laughs> you just you had a very independent mind of your own and um, and so you, yeah you gave me some challenges but yet i could see i'm like okay she's she's going to be a very independent person and that's a that's a wonderful trait it's hard when you're a toddler and me trying to navigate that but it was still just amazing to watch like all how quickly you're growing how quickly your mind is developing how quickly you're learning about things that just blew me away but that was such a short phase right and then school age young school age I don't know that's some really good stuff young school age because you're you're independent enough to where it's not quite as physically exhausting as infancy but yet you're you still you still want my opinion about things right i still want your opinion about things that's a new that's newer in all honesty that's newer because you mentioned teenage years you know (laughs) yeah it's that we had we we i mean but what mother and daughter doesn't have some rough patches because that's that's his life um but and and yeah that was there was days where I was like oh what am I gonna do because I'm failing as a parent
0: right you're not
1: failing no but I mean you feel sometimes like that because um because when we would have disagreements that would kind of like linger and last and you're, you just didn't want that. you right. You wanted, you want peace and harmony in your household. And there, there was a good stretch in there that we really didn't have that, but, but you're still, you know, you're, you're like at your core, She's a good kid, and I know that. And she's figuring. You know, when you're parenting in that phase, you know that you you're just struggling to figure out who you are, and um, and you want to. But I think as a parent, that's that was kind of the roughest parenting teens for me was by far the roughest because you just you didn't sometimes you just didn't know the right way to do it and you know so then you would go back to the basics and you would you know um turn turn to scripture to kind of like help because that's that's what that's that's the best right and then but um i would say that some of my favorite times are, are now because I can, we can dialogue and be very frank and talk about topics that we couldn't talk about. Yeah,
0: for sure. I would agree. Like, I think this is, I mean, obviously as a kid, I still like loved you obviously, but I think now that I'm a little bit more emotionally mature and grown up and I can just, I just appreciate you so much more now than I did when I was, you know, a teenager, like,
1: oh, my mom doesn't get anything
0: type of thing. So I would agree with that for sure.
1: Yeah, this this is a good, this is good. Cause I can, I don't know. Um, it's, I, I love just to, to be with you and hang with you and talk about things with you. And that's, that's awesome.
0: Okay, what is your favorite childhood story of me and Rachel just doing something silly or just goofy? What's your favorite memory of that?
1: And when we were talking, I was like, this is kind of goofy, but if this comes to mind. Okay, so do you remember you and Rachel had those little um, scooters that weren't motorized? Yes, I yes. had a pink one and Rachel, and Rachel had a red Rachel one. Had the red one and they were just like, you know, the traditional old style they were but they were little so they were made for you guys and you would do these circles in the living room and you would do like little routines. Oh my gosh, I remember that home video
0: yes. like Rachel and I made a routine.
1: Is that what you're yes. thinking of? Yes, and you were you guys were having the best time. Like you it was genuine fun and you just watching you guys um you were having so much fun and just that childhood joy and i like it was it's just you were laughing and giggling and i don't know cooperating you <laughs> well, know which that's you rare. Guys. it was rare um and it was just it was just precious. Like I just have forever. And you would, would and you, you even put, um, like dress up clothes on to do your little routine. You remember the little dress up box of different clothes and, you know, and, um, at that point, Rach, she had trouble saying certain vowel, sounds and certain consonant sounds so her words sounded a little funny <laughs> and she would say things it was so adorable and you would be like, okay, Rach, okay, Rach, it's time to do this. Okay, Rach, you were, you were, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, that was so cute.
0: Well, I remember that video, like, we literally were like, this is, and this is our routine, and we saying like, da, 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 da. and that, like our tricks would be like flicking our leg out for a split <laughs> second or like putting our hand in the yes,
1: air. Yes, and you would try to, you would try to do it in sync, and it was the cutest thing. I just, I just love it. Like, that is, burned in my memory i hope i never lose that
0: you know well good thing we have it on home video yes too (laughs) (laughs) all right final question and this was submitted by listeners they want to know what's the best piece of advice you've ever received
1: i have two can i give you two yes um so the first it was from my great-grandmother who your middle, your middle name is after, Lorraine, um, when it was after you were born, actually. So she would have been in her 90s. I guess she would have been like 91 or something. Oh, wow. 92. Yeah, no, she would have, yeah. She would have been 92. And, and I was, I think she could see that I was just so... I don't know. I, I, I was stressing, right? As, as a new mom of a newborn. And, and she was like, honey, it will all be okay. Don't worry about things. This just be happy with where you're at. Like she's like, don't worry so much. This will be okay. And like, and sometimes, even now, because I I can fall into that trap of being a worrier, I can hear her like, "Don't don't worry about it so much. You you need not to let just just be happy. Just be happy." And and so that's the best. Hmm, it's simple, but yet it's it's life giving. And I guess the next best piece of advice um, <laughs> comes. I think it'd be the book of Matthew and I'm sorry if I get this wrong about the greatest commandment um, is to love above all else. And like, cause I think we can get lost in this world with a lot of different things and like, you know, if, if you, if you follow things that will, supposedly give you happiness according to the world that's not where it's at yeah you the the greatest thing is to keep what does it mean to love in the forefront of your mind and that that keeps you that'll keep you centered on on above all things whether it's a personal conflict with another person or work or how are you going to make decisions about things big big picture things what does it mean to love in that in that context or in that question or in that conflict and that will always put you back where you need to be
0: oh that's awesome well thank you so much for joining maybe we'll record another one on our way back (laughs) in the car um yeah but thank you all so much for listening big shout out to my mom heath heather she hates it we call her heath but yeah thank you so much love Love you you, oh love you too we'll see you guys in the next one bye bye